As the group, minus Phoebe, who was still in Las Vegas, assembled around Gail's big stone fireplace, even before Billy and Faye were settled into their chairs, Samantha blurted, I cut myself again. About an hour ago. I just had to get out of here, she explained, pointing to her head to punctuate the word here. The group remained silent, waiting to see if she would continue. I'm hopeless and stupid and disgusting, and I'm never going to get it. Never. I don't even know why I come back here. What's the point? You're all probably bored with me by now anyway. Billy said, I'm not bored. I'm interested in you. I'm not bored, said Scott. I care about you. I'm glad you're here, added Faye. She coughed for a long minute, then cleared her throat. It sounded painful. I'm the boring one, she said when she could speak again. Gail said, You know, Samantha, when your life feels like a root canal, as it must right now, why would you expect to go through it without Novocaine? I know, I know about the Novocaine thing, said Samantha. She had heard this Novocaine analogy from Gail before. But, duh, cutting myself? Why can't I find a different painkiller, one that doesn't hurt so much, one that isn't so, so stupid? It really bothers me when you call yourself stupid, said Scott softly. You're not stupid. You're just in pain, and you're doing the best you can. Scott looked at Samantha with undisguised adoration. Since that night in group the year before, when he had done a role-play with Samantha, in which he had played Len, and Samantha had practiced telling him, as Len, that she cut herself, Scott had fallen in love with her. "'Well, I'm sorry if it bothers you,' said Samantha harshly. "'I'm not a perfect person.'